0: Me llamo Andre. Me
1: amo Miyamo Ryan. Y me Cristobel. Cristubel. This the only podcast that matters.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome international listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were there before, but we decided to we wanted to have some fun. Yeah, we wanted to go global. So, <laughs> mm, good word. Thank you.
2: <laughs>
1: well, it is the 21st century, you know. Right. We need Might to be well open-minded and we need to be incredibly Multicultural? Oh, whatever. Let's integrated? I don't know. <coughs> so, yeah. Andrew had a life-changing event on Monday, and I was there to witness it. Yeah, I did. Uh, If not entirely because of me. So
0: I, I would say entirely because you just sent me the message the one day. You said, no, no, you no, no. Going. I called you. <laughs> no, no, no. You sent me you sent me a text first. Oh, and OK. Then called me. That's true. You sent me a text. You're like, well, let's set
1: up the story. All right. You go for it. Because anyway, I knew what was happening, obviously, because I did it. So you yeah, talk about how I you was,
0: found out I was at work. Obviously, it was like I'd say like 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting in an apartment because I do maintenance work as opposed to what you heard on the first cast where I'm, you know, a male prostitute. Um, doing maintenance work, and Chris, that was you Chris, bringing that up, buddy. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing work. Chris is sending me random messages, but like, "Oh, you got to go to this concert. You got to go to this concert. You got to go to this concert." Because he gets random uh, emails from Ticketmaster, right? Constant emails from Ticketmaster. Yeah, or a so, concert file. Yeah, sorts. pretty much. Because he goes to a lot more concerts than anyone else here. So he sends me a message, and I don't remember what the first one was. I think it was, I don't know whether it was Rush or it was like, "Oh, no, I think it was just, oh, Iron Maiden's gonna be playing in PNC." Because he didn't tell me it was gonna be. Also, with Dream Theater, you're just like, oh, we gotta go to PNC, we're gonna go see Iron, Iron Maiden. Right. And I turn around, I'm like, ah, I don't know about it, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I'd say maybe 15 minutes afterwards, he calls me. Normally, people don't call me during work unless it's a fucking emergency. Especially
1: me, because I know he's at work.
0: Yeah, you know, you have that, like, workplace courtesy almost.
3: Uh, you know what? If you have time to update your Facebook while you're at work, you have time to get on the phone. No, I only update Facebook when, that I, when, I, when I go to the boathouse. Yeah. Hey, look at me breaking this pane of glass at work. That
0: was brilliant. Yeah.
3: yeah, don't even bullshit me. Look what I get paid for. Exactly.
0: Hey, that was brilliant. I don't want to hear it. Um, so he calls me and I'm you know I, obviously I have to walk outside and I answer the phone or whatever not like my co-workers really like hassle me for it because you knew if I was calling you it was something serious yeah exactly so I'm like you know I like answer the phone and he's like you're going I'm like going where he's like you're going <laughs> to, to- <laughs> <laughs> you the boy you're going to hell <laughs> no um, you're going to this concert with me I'm like what concert he's like Dream Theater and Iron Maiden Mindless, I'm on the second floor of an apartment complex. I think my cum shot across the entire <laughs> parking lot. So
3: that's what was on my face when I woke up? Yes, yes, yes. Went all the way from... Um,
0: from Farmingdale. To Bayville. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Needless to say... For Dream non-locals. <laughs> yes, need- that's
1: about 60 miles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, Dream Theater is one of my favorite bands, and Iron Maiden on top of that are the people who influence Dream Theater, so how can you say no to something like that? And he's
1: rapidly becoming a very committed Iron Maiden fan. I, anyway, am, I especially am. now
0: especially after seeing them in concert I, I, I can't deny anything they do ever ever <laughs> and, yeah the only and, reason uh,
3: you you're not will. still there is because the good people at Madison Square Garden decided <laughs> that they, they needed to <laughs> stage yeah. for other bands the, yeah. the union workers yeah. are like look man we gotta yeah. be out of here by a
1: certain time <laughs> sorry dream that you're gonna play six songs That's so right. they only played for an hour yeah, yeah they only it did. was six songs though I, was no, talking I think it was eight. eight
0: I think it was eight songs actually I, I don't know. I'll go back through the map. Cause we'll I wrote we'll da- go through. Okay. I, wrote, I wrote down what the set list was. I'm sure you're, I'm
1: sure you're giving, finding messages in real time.
3: <laughs> Actually, I was. I was sending in pictures like, they're playing Panic Attack. Oh, my God. I was talking to uh, Chris yesterday, and uh, he asked me, he's like, have, have you spoken to Android at all today? I was like, no. I, I didn't want to disturb the afterglow. He's like, that's what I called it. I did. I did. I did.
1: I think right after Dream Theater finished, we were in between. I was like, look at you. You're glistening right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, today is one well,
3: continual rub out.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Actually, yesterday, uh, well, yesterday, Tuesday, no, yesterday was uh, continuous sleeping. I didn't wake up. It I was, felt like yeah. you because I didn't wake up till one. Wow, well, yeah, <laughs> It's amazing. It's, it's isn't a beautiful it? thing. Isn't I, it? It? I know. No, yeah. no it's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> depressed, right, was. when you woke up? Oh, man. The day's so much, over. His is. ears were still
1: ringing, though, when he woke they up. I should point that out. Because Andrew's never been to an arena show. This is at Madison Square Garden, by the way. So... Andrew has only pretty much been to local shows or smaller venues. Yeah. Like it, a bars
0: and, you know, uh, small stage stuff. Starland
1: Ballroom, if anyone's familiar with that. Which is like a. Ma- what's that? 2,000 people? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't oh, say how so. many. It's a standing room venue, though. 3,000, I think. Is it three? I it think could it's be. Three. But he's never been to an arena. He's never seen a no, big no, no. show, and I've seen loads. So oh, yeah, I was seen prepared loads. for it. And this is also. I'd seen Iron Maiden three times already, and I'd seen Dream Theater six times. So for me, I. Knew what I was in for. But never at the was garden. And was amazed though, right? every time. No, never at the garden. Iron Maiden was twice at PNC and once at the Have LA Garden. Have you ever been to the garden? Ever? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. First, first right. arena show I saw at ACDC in 2001. Uh, all right. Okay. I saw them there. Saw Oasis there five years ago. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And let's see who else. Uh, Rush. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> was it Good. September, October of 02? It was now, my let, second let, time seeing Rush, but I, only, I saw them at the garden the second time.
0: Let me just say now this. Besides being my first stadium show, this is the first time I've ever been in a stadium, other than Sovereign Bank Arena in Trenton. Um, and so, that's my, this is my first time. This is Madison Square oh, Garden? Sovereign Bank
4: pales in comparison. Oh to that. my God! I mean, Sovereign yes. Bank is a toilet. It's like a truck stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Square Madison Square Garden. Garden. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, oh my God. It's like
0: I'm not a Rangers fan, and anybody who's listening, I'm sorry. I'm a Devils fan. I mean, I was born and raised in New Jersey. How can you hate on such a great hockey team that comes from this state? It's the only good team we have, really. I True. Know. You know. But, you know, going to the Garden, I can understand why people are so dedicated to the sports teams that
4: play there. Because the mm-hmm. place is a fantastic place to it watch is. anything. Oh,
1: yeah. And it's, it really is an amazing venue. It, if it, not, I'd say it's probably it the owns most.
4: owns moniker, World's Most Famous Arena. Yeah, it's yeah. got to it be the most the famous yeah. arena.
1: It really is awesome. But, yeah, I actually went because I found out about the show and joined the Iron Maiden fan club. Pa- paid like the $40 or whatever it is to get a join batch? the fan club i got a bunch of stuff. Oh, oh, awesome. Awesome. I've already gotten a couple <laughs> of magazines and things like that. This is about put that on your three jacket.
4: months ago. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> right next to your
1: Metallica sticker. <laughs> I <don't have laughs> a denim jacket. I should get one. Dan. Just no, for Dan. Bands Dan's bands one from guy. Dan's closet. <laughs> <fans>. Yeah, really. <laughs> I could put on my leather jacket, whichever one I wear this year, because <laughs> I go through them so quickly. But, right. But I really was looking forward to going again. It only been two years since I seen Maine. I hadn't seen Dream Theater in about five years, though, because I wasn't a fan of their last few albums. So... It was. A, I mean, it was a great experience, and I knew going into this. Now, the funny thing is, one of the, the things, like with most people, one of the things I bonded with Andrew on almost 11 years ago was music. Because if you listened to our first episode already, you know that Andrew was very much into the new metal scene yeah. of the late 90s, early 21st century. I was a scene kid. He was what would be referred to in the parlance of 2010 as a scene kid. Yeah. You know, he was one of those hot topic strollers yeah and if not the hot topic himself because he definitely <laughs> wore the biggest pants of anybody i did
0: i had plenty of kids coming up to me going where the fuck do you buy that <laughs> they were
1: it was literally like a tent on each leg
0: <laughs> so
1: but he was kind of getting into i'm trying to think i remember do you remember the conversation when you bought s&m or when S and M came out, Symphony Metallica. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, went well. In case anybody listening doesn't know, I was like, "Oh, great! I thought this was about music." <laughs> and, Where did porn come from? Yeah. Well, music is porn for us in a way. It, it is actually mm-hmm. Guitar Center is like uh, the Playboy Mansion for us. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sounds sad, doesn't it? But <coughs> what? I remember talking about. Do you remember talking about that? I haven't brought this up since probably we had the conversation eleven years ago. Well, you were, but, I
0: think you were talking about how like um what what's the one song um. Master of Puppets doesn't sound right because it's it's It was slower. too slow. Yeah. Well, you
1: brought in, you're like, did you hear Siffy Metallica? No. Yeah. Why not? Why did you want to hear that? Because they don't play Sanitarium, and that's the best song they can have an orchestra on, <laughs> and they didn't bother doing it, so the rest of the album's going to suck. Oh, and No Leaf Clover was on the radio, actually, and I wasn't a fan of that either. You weren't? No.
0: See, I like Not I liked really. It.
1: What was the other new song they put on there? Um, Human. That's it.
0: I don't remember if that or, was on the or radio. Negative or human or minus however, human? Minus I think it was minus human.
3: human. They put uh, wasn't whiskey in the jar on that too? No, no, no. That was that. Was garage Inc. Yeah, that, was that was garage. That was garage. Yeah, that's right. That, that was your yeah.
0: favorite Metallica song, even though it's not Metallica. It, well, yeah, I'd say it
3: wasn't. Yeah, it's was like hundreds of years older than Metallica. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. because yeah. it's an Irish drinking song. Yeah. That's why you. Who doesn't love that? Come on.
0: Who did that first? I know they cut Thin Lizzy did it. It was Thin Lizzy, right? Yeah, but it doesn't sound at all. But it's a traditional. No, no, the Thin Lizzy version. Yeah, Thin Lizzy version does it with all like the you know the. Mandolins and stuff like that, don't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I believe so. If I am think- if I remember correctly, yeah.
3: And then probably 300 years before that, a bunch of drunken Celts did it. the
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Around a, a campfire in the Sherwood yes. Forest. Yeah, the Sher- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robin Hood came down. <laughs> so, yeah, th- we started with Symphony Metallic, and of course, you tried to, you know, like no, Marilyn you- Manson. Well, you no, know, you played
1: it for me. I remember you playing it for me, and that's when I heard it for the first time. Because, uh, what was the intro because master puppets was the second song wasn't it
0: uh yeah it's it's an ecstasy of gold
1: yes that was it that was and then the they song. then they kick into master of puppets and i was like i listened about 10 seconds i was like, don't like it why not too slow <laughs> you're supposed to speed songs up when you play in live at that point i was very much into the ramones and since they only play things about double the speed of the album i was just like <laughs> yeah. nope you can't play songs slower and i honestly do believe that like if you listen to i mean i've seen rush a bunch of times and if anything they tend to play songs a little bit faster not always, but... Maiden played songs faster. You oh, Maiden hear, plays songs you can, faster. You
0: could hear it in the way he was singing. like He, he couldn't even keep up with the rest Yeah, Oh, Hollow Be
1: Thy Name, which <sighs> is kind of a mid-tempo song. they were just Jamming racing through. through it. Oh, yeah. totally. It's amazing.
0: Oh, see, well, then same thing goes for Dream Theater. Like, um, Well, you mm. said they played it it's slower, but Pull Me Under to me was... Maybe it's because they did it a little slower. I don't know. It just sounded much more heavy, and I thought it was a little maybe. faster.
1: Well, that might have been the point. You brought that up. Was that maybe it was supposed to be more? It's a live more song. of like a, a groove to it, 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 as opposed to being as tempo as it was. It's just like on it's one record. of those things.
0: Like when I talk about Lamb of God, it's like when I've heard their second album, um, as the palaces burn. There's mm-hmm. the, the one with Eleventh Hour on it. Hearing that record, it's very raw, very very unedited, and I didn't like it. Seeing them live completely changed my theory on their band because they have an amazing live show. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, that'll do with a lot of bands. Yeah. I wasn't into Yes until I saw them live, which I went because Dream Theater was opening. <laughs> that was one of the three consecutive summers I went and saw Dream Theater at the Art Center. Yeah, see, that's the way they have to keep
3: uh, Dream Theater under wraps is by having them open. Yeah, pretty much. So no. I agree so that with they don't that. play forever. So, <laughs> I think so, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. All things considered, yeah. But they played... I, I, they had a short set, now that I think about it. I think their set was shorter when they opened for Yes. But Yes had a really long headlining show because oh, it was the 35th anniversary. Yes, yeah. so... Mm-hmm.
0: It's yeah, one, they, it's a progressive they may be band. able to
1: top Dream Theater as far as...
0: And Opeth for that matter. Reign. I mean, they're, they're the influence for both those bands in a way. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, you can hear it. There's a really, really straight line from yes, yes to Opeth and Dream Theater. Yeah. Well, anyway, we had an amazing time going to the show. I've been to the Garden before, so I knew exactly what it was like. Our seats were great. Yeah, I, you know, I really It was really, really awesome. Because we didn't... I generally like being on the floor. And the first time I saw Iron Maiden, I was in the sixth row at, yeah, <laughs> yeah at, at Garden State Arts Center.
0: You were playing Where's Dickinson Now? <laughs> yeah
1: where's he now where's he there he is he's up top he's running behind the drum kit that oh was, now he's on the other side of the stage that's
0: the game we played it's you know when we first got there we sat in our seats and dream theater comes on and we're all screaming yell, blah, blah blah it's called you know the game is dream theater where's the beat and then you know they finished and then maiden came on and it's called where's dickinson now because that motherfucker runs her how old is he 50 he's 50 i think this year this motherfucker runs faster than any track star i've ever seen put him in the he motherfucking does. olympics he
1: does that guy's a ball of energy and he, what a, and what a showman I mean, the way he interacts with the crowd and everything, and how chatty he was. Oh, Oh, very chatty. Tiger, you would have loved it because he comes at the end. Oh, man. He was wearing like a knit cap during the show,
0: a skull cap. The yes. whole show, a skull It is sweltering. It was.
3: Oh, I can hot. imagine. I mean, yeah. that, that God, could have been on like staged under the light. No, 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 no. I'm talking
0: for us. No, we forget on the stage for us. It was swel- Twenty thousand people. Yeah. No air Plus conditioning. Plus the light, light of body heat. Yeah. yeah. You know, I almost yeah, I almost shit. had an ad-
4: asthma attack. Oh yeah, the place was packed, man. But no air. Conditioning, it was. It was really? sold yeah, out, dude. It was so hot. No, man. it was. It was really well. New York in the summer is you know it's sweltering itself. So true. It was actually cooler outside than it was inside. I've been there. I've been there in
1: winter and fall. For shows and it still it always gets really hot because you got twenty thousand people plus you got stage lighting and everything else so yeah. it was really
0: and for Maiden stage lighting they were showing it on on the audience oh, yeah. too oh, it was they everywhere. wasn't just focused on them
1: it was amazing but
0: like yeah he was wearing a skull cap and at the end of the skull sh- he takes it off and I he think rings it, was... it out <laughs> yeah oh. and it was then, during, it was during Running Free it was the last it song was,
1: yeah Running Free and then he he tosses it into the pit because actually a general mission pit up front which oh, so man, I was hoping always. to get tickets for same but, price um, and I would have loved that why. Because. because no 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 no, no. We're, getting <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there sweaty so sweat he runs he yeah. runs off to the side because they have. It was a big stage setup, but they have like almost walls around the band, so he can just exit out through. It's almost stage like left, um, stage right, like of. curtains to run through on either side. So it's you know you, you're discreetly keeping with the stage setting. And he's, gotta, he's got he's got
0: he's got set up so like um not only can he run off to the side, but like he also goes on top of this setup like scaffolding and he runs across. Yes, and he, mm. all around above. Yeah. Seriously, the drum kit, it was, it was you know where's Dickinson now? Because he was all over the place.
1: Really, it was incredible. But he comes back out and he's got like. A British police constable's hat on, and he yes. goes right up to the front. and goes, "Now,
0: oh, now, now, what's all this then? Uh, what's, what, awesome. oh, now, yes. I know, what's all this rubbish around here?" Got the, look, the look, the these Bobby fine, look at these fine criminals.
1: We do apologize to the um, the British listeners, the UK audience, because <laughs> their bad be accents like, this is terrible. <laughs> what's this then? But we're we're all born and raised in New Jersey, folks. So yeah. we love, do apologize. Really we love we love everything British, British though. We really do. We do Absolutely. actually, yeah. obviously, you know, yeah, so Ryan. If there's any
0: hot British women out there, just talk to Ryan. He'll melt. Even if you're not hot just <laughs> talk to him yes. call him Just <laughs>
1: story. love it yeah that's all. he just lo- he loves the accent he does I Do
0: okay. he-, he comes down the stage with the constable? <laughs> look at a bunch of fine criminals oh, around here the bobby Boy, hats My much- bobby yes yeah. that was it he's like much finer bunch of criminals on stage he's not here <laughs> it
1: was great oh that's so awesome no it really was you would have yeah. loved it I did get one or two pictures though of him with the hat on it was yeah, quite no, the funny v- the video was when Eddie came out yes that was during Iron Maiden yeah. oh, Me- running free was during the encore yes Sweet. It was awesome. It was very. And awesome. despite being very hot and
0: losing our voice,
1: for me, I was kind of used to it. Yours were ringing after the first hour after Dream Theater came off because it oh, was fuck really yeah. yeah, it was loud. I was
0: not used to uh, such a lo- I mean, I'm again small venues. It gets pretty loud because it's such a tight space. But like you give it a couple hours, your ears stop ringing. My ears did not stop ringing until two o'clock the next day. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and it's an amazing PA. Like it's got a great sound system in the garden too. Oh God, the yeah. clarity was ridiculous.
0: You could yeah. You could hear them breathing on stage. Yeah,
1: I mean, for two bands that are that loud, I mean, that operatic. Still, the clarity was, yeah, the clarity is incredible. Oh, and we <laughs> should point out, by the way, one of the awesome things they did, um, they have an incredible song off of what is, I'm going to catch crap for this, but my favorite Iron Maiden album is the one from 2000, Brave New World, just because it's 10 songs, all of them kick ass. But they have a song in there called Blood Brothers, which they played in concert. But before that, leading up to it as an introduction, Bruce Dickinson, the singer, does... A little tribute, a, really. Yeah, it was pretty much a tribute. I'm not going to go into too much detail for a change. But... <laughs> he basically does a tribute to Ronnie James Dio who passed
0: saying, away earlier this year oh, right, awesome. recently yeah. and he says you know he, well, he said it, well, it first was, he was like first he was saying like how how nice of a guy Ronnie was and in yes, real life for someone know, who thinks about the devil he said he doesn't have a
1: bad bone heard. in his body and
0: he's like and he's the one who act, he's like he talking to the audience he's like and he's the one who invented this and he throws up the devil horns and he's like you this is the first time you'll ever see yeah, me do only this the time You'll ever concert. see me do this in concert, you know, because Joe was Ronnie's the one thing. who popularized the whole Devil Horns thing. You know, Gene Simmons might say something, but whatever, nah, <laughs> he probably copywrote it anyway. Because... Yeah, well, he copywrote orange juice, so well, or OJ. I OJ. should OJ. Yep. What? Yeah, OJ. The the you know the initials for orange juice. In case like you want to print it out, he actually copywrote that. So in case anyone prints out the the term OJ, he gets money. I swear to you. I'm that's that. true.
3: Why would true. why would any official U.S. department let that happen?
0: Because he's fucking Gene Simmons and he's brilliant. Yeah. I would love to hey, take I, a... I, I love I would, Gene Simmons, but that's just I would ridiculous. love to take a business class from Gene Simmons. There are two letters of the alphabet that nobody has the right to copyright that. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> nobody cop, has the right. I will copyright A.O. and every Guido on the fucking planet will have to pay <laughs> oh. me. pay you money.
3: You know what? That I'd get behind. Or you'll yeah. miss- If that prevents them face. from being able to say it in public, that's fine. <laughs>
0: I can't say it anymore, Tony. Why? Yeah, that little kid from fucking Jersey. Let's pay for it now. Yeah, those
1: mooks from Jersey.
4: Copy
0: wrote it. Those (laughs) real Italian kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, fucking assholes.
1: (laughs) So getting back on track, the uh, tribute to Dio was pretty awesome because Bruce Dickinson says, I'm not going to do the British accent anymore for fear of insulting him, but he says, (laughs) to coin a phrase, if there is a heaven or hell, a heaven and hell, he's probably up there right now. On a cloud of his own making. <laughs> and he said, so I want everybody. He puts the devil horns. He's like, give him one of these. He's like, and look up. And everyone's like,
0: yeah. And the whole 20,000 20, people put yeah. the
1: devil horns up and everyone's chanting D-E-O. D-E-O. And it, it was, was awesome. It was such a and
0: family moment. Like you felt- It really was. Part of a bigger thing.
1: Even walking in because we picked up our tickets at the box office and immediately Andrew's like, I feel so at home because oh, you yeah, look these around. Are my people.
3: All these yeah. people. Yeah, Even heads. though it was
1: a crowd, you're like,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, just yeah. other people like, walking in. These are in. people
0: who like the same stuff I do. I mean, the, the great thing is like, Chris is online getting the tickets because they did the will call thing so he, he's just picking them up and leaving and all of a sudden, you know, you're looking at all these people and all hear this high-pitched voice and I know we're going, man! And I'm like, what the fuck? I turn on this little seven-year-old. Fucking his father's With bringing his father. him to a maiden concert. Wow, and he's just screaming. Yeah. I'm like, good. Awesome. Start him it. off good. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it's all about, man. Turn the next generation onto it so it stays alive.
0: But yeah, I mean, even during, like, um,. You know, you're just sitting there, and of course, the bands pick out what music you listen to while they're setting up and whatever else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dream Theater, of course, being friends with Opeth and knowing Mikkel, they play the one song, Burden, and I'm sitting there, I'm singing along to it, and the guy in front of us was like, oh, this is a really cool song, who is this? And of course, I have to introduce him to Opeth and blah, blah, blah. Introduce. Yeah, well... Like Andrew's like a biographer.
1: I am. <laughs>
0: like, this is Opeth. <laughs> this is Opeth. Don't be fooled, the rest of the album's growling. It well, that's what I said to him, because <laughs> yes. it was. <laughs> so... Well, after Dream Theater finished, you know, we're waiting on Iron Maiden, Dio comes on. Um, what's was it, uh, it? Was it Rainbow in the Dark? It was Rainbow in the Dark. I mean, classic Dio song. One radio friendly. The entire audience, is, as soon as they heard the um, keyboard piece in the beginning, screaming yeah. and chanting yeah. Dio, you yeah. know? It was awesome. It was. But it was. for a band
1: like Maiden, who's achieved that level of global success... Oh, yes. ...to still be so grounded, I think it's the right word, to point out the influence of somebody else and actually go out during their headlining show, you know, after selling out Master Square Garden in like an hour and still go out there and pay tribute to somebody who I wish
0: we could do that. Oh
1: definitely. <laughs> who Bruce Dickinson said he considered a mentor. Yes. I mean that's great. You know, when you still have that level of success and you're still you make sure Humble to give credit. Yeah, you give credit. Too. Yeah. And you know it should be there are enough people there in Dio shirts. I saw yeah, no shortage were, of Do T-shirts.
0: No, plenty of Do, plenty of Iron Maiden, plenty of Dream Theater shirts, and then you get those assholes wearing fucking you know like I mean, right, not, Nothing shirts. against, yeah, nothing against Metallica, nothing against Slayer, but I'm like that's not Large, the genre. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. not the genre that we're in here for.
3: Well, apparently, wearing the Maiden shirts would be a faux pas as well. There's apparently a like rule, I wore? a concert going rule where you're not supposed to wear the t-shirt uh, no, of the band I, that you're going to see I don't, which no, I think uh, is stupid. I so never this, But this why? is the
0: difference. Yeah. We're in a metal concert. It's like I understand that with like a you know, like Blink-182 Blink and everything where it's very. Yeah, like, that's
3: not cool, man. Why are you wearing the t-shirt of the band you're going to see? Yeah, it's like cause to show how much of a sense. fan I am.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: exactly. Let me let me wear a Franz Ferdinand shirt to a Weezer concert. Yeah, you know, That makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I understand that. I get that. Yeah, just, I that just I just never understood the rule
3: either. I'm like, yeah, I don't well, what, get that why? either. Because I always that's always like, that's a hipster wear the band's thing.
0: Shirt. That's a hipster thing. Oh, I'm being ironic yeah. by not wearing yeah. the shirt of yeah. the band I'm going to see. I'm too and, cool
2: to yeah. support the band who I paid and eighty dollars cam- to see. Yeah,
1: fuck you. Heard that before.
4: I have. Oh, you never heard that? Before, that don't worry about it, Jack. It's horseshit. It is horseshit. I'm wearing my fucking Rush shirt. September third. Oh, you are. But the other
3: thing is, you're not allowed to listen to Rush on your way to Rush. Oh, blow. yeah. The twenty-four hour What were we
4: doing, Chris?
1: Let me. Yep. That's all we were listening to. I made a CD special for that day. That's the other rule. It's it <laughs> 20, 20, 24, 24 hours. We're my iPod. you yeah, can't listen that. to
3: the band you're going to see within 24 hours of Which seeing. Which is oh, ridiculous, oh, that. because that would yeah. also put an
1: end to tailgating. And what know, fun would an arena show yeah. be without a bunch of people outside in the car blasting tunes by the band you're going to go see? Yeah, get exactly. everybody hyped up. Yeah, Especially right. seeing that, that makes like, no you know, sense I knew
0: what the set list for Iron Maiden was before we went, and I didn't know a lot a lot of the songs. Oh, you 16, have to talk about that, because that was pretty funny, how you got the set list. The mailman, the one mailman, because we have two. We have a mailman and a mailwoman, actually. I, I, I believe his name is Bill, uh, who comes around. He's a huge Iron Maiden fan. Like, you see him walk around with a leather jacket. And it's almost like a carbon copy of Chris, just older. Cute <laughs> leather jacket, Maiden shirts all the time. And I'm sitting in my car waiting for my wife to come downstairs because we were, we were going to leave. And I'm you know, listening to um, one Maiden song. I don't even know. And he heard it, and he comes over to the window, and he taps on the window of my car. And he's like, oh, are you going to the show on Sunday? Because the... Previous day, Sunday, was that they were uh, playing a show at PNC Bank Arts Center in New Jersey. In New Jersey, and I'm like, no, I'm going on Monday. I'm going to go see him at the Garden. Blah blah blah. He's like, oh, I have the set list. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, it got leaked and blah blah blah. He's like, oh, I'll give it to you. All right, fine. You know, so he drops it off in the mailbox. Like, eh, it's a you know a couple days later, and my wife has to make constant fun of the fact that his handwriting looks like some kind of stalker. It does. <laughs>
1: it does. It looks like ransom note handwriting. <laughs> For someone who couldn't find enough magazines to clip words out and assemble a (laughs) ransom note,
3: he learned how to write that way. He did.
0: (laughs) But I mean, like he, you know, he uh, he got the set list, and thank you, Bill. But it's like, I looked at some of these songs, I'm like, I don't even know. I mean, like, I knew one of them was the new song. So no one there was going to know the lyrics unless they're that dedicated of a fan that's just sat there and listened to it. It in the has metro. been out
1: for about a month, actually. Really? But I, I didn't know the words. I've listened to it a bunch of times, but I didn't go out of my way. Yeah. I mean, it's the only song out of 16 I wasn't screaming along to for the yeah. entire two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was going the whole time. But That's what she said. I was <laughs> 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 Many have. But, but it, was, it was really cool. They actually said at the top, of the show that they were mainly going to be playing stuff from the last three albums, yes, most recent three albums, which was cool because they've been playing certain songs for years. And the last tour they did when yeah, they came they, around was all. They were saying something about the managers being like,
0: stuff. "Oh, oh, the only the only stuff they want to hear is the stuff from the '80s, the '85." Yeah, you know, when they came thing. around to tour, yeah, yeah. that nobody no. wants to hear new, new biggest, material. You, this is the biggest U.S. tour they've had. Uh, ever,
1: I would think in ticket sales. In terms of ticket sales, probably. No, I thought he
0: said ever. I thought he said the most. No, dates I know, but all in he the said States. States? dates. I okay, think see, I didn't, he
1: said the biggest tour. I took it as tickets sold. Oh yeah, because if you look at the tour schedule, they they're still playing four or five nights a week yeah exactly and and yeah. at that and you saw the intensity imagine doing that four or five nights a week I, I, Jesus Christ
0: I, I would be as thin as Dickens you would well all yeah. of them are in shape
1: man not a single one of them looks yeah. like they're no. you know out of shape or flabby I at mean, all. I don't, you guys in you, constant all motion of, I
0: mean you two guys have been to major concerts before right yes you know, you Jack know the, hasn't Jack hasn't I haven't been,
4: no, like, I hasn't. been to no he he will he's
1: gonna go see Rush it's alright we well, got well, a month you... and a half for that
0: Yep. All right, we'll go into the concert up on stage Ryan knows I know, they have the floor monitors where it's the speakers who, that look like they face inward toward the band yes. the little yeah. like triangular ones Dickinson had the, the stage was set up in kind of an E shape where it's like the big part of the stage and then three jut, jutting out pieces and he has it so like two of those floor monitors were in the middle jut out in the middle of the floor put together he runs from the back from Nico's drum set hurdles over these things doing a Sammy Hagar kick you know split kick or whatever or excuse me david lee roth split kick over these things and screaming the lyrics of the song and lands and screaming at the fans and pointing to the fans dude to start the show to start the show to start the show they opened up with the
1: song wicker man and he just runs out immediately jumps the monitor and
0: lands uh, right into it this guy should be in the fucking olympics and doesn't stop (laughs) moving for two hours yeah no it was that age like like yeah. Their no, late fifties, early sixties. Like, holy he w- shit. He was floored. Literally Andrew didn't I, say anything. I the mean, rest even of the, the night. other guys, I mean, like, the other guys obviously they're playing instruments. I mean, Steve Harris, he's playing this bass. I think who was the there was only one guitarist with a with a chord attached to the uh, guitar. Oh, that was Yannick Garris. Yeah. Yannick. That was noticeable. That yeah, well, the rest of the guys looked like they, they were. probably wireless. had wireless, yeah. but they were also changing way, guitars every song. Yeah, But like, dude. Uh, Steve Harris, another one, mind you, he's playing the bass, but he's running up and he's doing his shotgun thing in the front, shooting at the fans with you know pretending to shoot at the fans with the bass, throwing his bass up in the air, doing. The, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. And they're managing and to put these older. songs on. He's
1: older than Dickinson. I'm pretty sure he's like 53. Yeah, he's. The, I think he's the oldest member, isn't he? I think Nico is. I think Nico's almost 60.
0: You know, but well, still, but but it, he's. It, I mean, that
1: guy was drumming his ass off. <laughs> you know. But it really was just amazing. And mm-hmm. literally, Andrew didn't say anything for the rest of the night. Because yeah. <laughs> eat... he was just so stunned. Yeah. They eat their Wheaties, man. They, oh, my they God. Deal. They do. Yeah. No, they do. They take really good care yeah. of themselves. There was a great documentary they had in there, and Rio DVD, when they headlined the Rock and Rio Festival in January 2001. And it actually show what they do on their days off and all that. And they do just dead normal things. Bruce, like golf. Yeah, three of them were golfing. Ni- I think Nico's no, two big, of them. Nico, big... Nico and, and Dave Murray, one of the guitarists, golf a lot. Adrian Smith, one of the guitarists, fishes. Yeah. Um, what did Yannick, uh, Yannick and Steve Harris went to uh Brazilian soccer game. Oh, Sweet. God. And Bruce Dickinson oh had, That's went, to, amazing. went to like a sports club and did a couple of fencing matches. He's a fencing uh, he's champion. A huge fence, yeah. I know that. Yeah, he's a fencing champion. And he wow. when he's not touring with Maiden, I don't know what airline he works for, but he works for a British airline and is an actual pilot. Imagine like you get on, you, you get wow. on fucking yeah.
0: like He'd British airways but like, Hello, your yes. captain speaking, this is Captain Bruce Dickinson. I'd stand up and yell. Be and I'd be like, crazy. Oh my god, get me in the cockpit now. Yes.
3: <laughs> this is the most metal flight ever. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. flight 666
1: was yeah, the that's flight six six six. Yeah, that's that's the in flight, flight movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While you're on the plane. Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, this is your pilot. Rather appropriate. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, he actually needs to take a leave of absence <clears throat> because he's a regular pilot. Yeah. He has to take a leave of absence because he's a regular pilot. You know, he's employed like any other pilot would be. It's but again, awesome. I don't remember what airline is it? it is. Yeah, it's great. That's, That's what I mean. They're really, just you know. they're just regular guys in one of the biggest bands in the world.
0: Yeah, right. It's fantastic. But what an amazing totally show! Incredible. They
1: never disappoint.
0: No, and I mean, as much as Chris didn't like the stuff from the the, the last three Dream Theater mm-hmm. albums, I thought it was just fucking gr- I was screaming my head off I like all- the songs
1: that I, I liked the so- songs that they played that I liked they played great of course
0: yeah, well, but the songs I wasn't a fan of it doesn't they, matter they come they out played. and they play the song as I am and I, it, my, you can ask Chris my eyes just beamed open I'm like this is perfect yeah you know, for them
1: to start with a heavy song Oh, was, a song that heavy and, and that metallic part, that's played on a seven string guitar right?
0: the best part is like <laughs> before you know before the Dream somebody Theater clean that up sh- calm down there buddy <laughs> sure. Sure. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, before uh, Dream uh, Theater, uh. before Dream Theater started, um, you could um, from where we were sitting, we could see behind the stage, and we could actually, you know, we actually knew where Dickinson was going to be popping out next because we could see behind it and see where he's coming up through the ladders. But like I saw um, John Young, one of my bass playing heroes, practicing, and I was like, "Damn it, why can't I be closer?" <laughs>
1: yeah, he was. He was warming up down on the side of the stage.
0: One of the most dedicated musicians I've known but I mean and the whole joke is that John Petrucci plays one billion notes per second and he can do it live I don't care what you people say he does it live and he does it well but it, it was fantastic it absolutely was fantastic and in they a... ended with Pull Me Under and it sounded so much better than the album but oh, great great show great show sorry it was, sorry, you're, you're it was a, night a night to remember he apologizes
4: it's okay yeah. <laughs> now when I was never gonna get my contact down now <laughs> so gross (laughs) (laughs) back in
1: 99 when andrew and i met though and i was you know preaching the word of maiden because i'd only been into that for maybe a year or so at that point and even back then and still are today the be all end all of heavy metal music for me and he was just really really iron maiden because at that moment it was new metal and metallica because no matter what stage of metal you're into everybody's a metallica fan if you're into metal
0: if you're in metal, they're the biggest band. Anyone I've ever met. Yeah, they're
1: the biggest metal band in the world, certainly.
0: Oh yeah, uh, you got to give them that. You know, and then of course, the, depending on how which direction you go into, you can either get heavier and go to Slayer, or stay the same path and stay with like Megadeth and uh, Anthrax. Because obviously, if you go to Slayer, you're getting into fucking death metal. Yeah, there, there's no if ands or buts because yeah, they are. They are the beginning of death metal. They may be a thrash band. It's the band. soundtrack for hell. It when
1: is. you go to hell, Slater's playing.
0: Yeah, Rain and Blood is on constant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's on repeat.
1: There's nothing else in the Except playlist.
0: for the devil, because he's listening to Justin Bieber. Oh. Because, you know, that's the whole thing. The devil's you supposed to what? the antithesis of everything, so he's listening to Justin Bieber. <laughs>
1: That might be true, Which actually. we had
0: to suffer through when we went to Planet Hollywood. Oh,
1: Jesus, we did, did we, you? Had, we had dinner at Planet Hollywood, and they showed one of his videos. It was some, it was pretty awful. It they was. They did show you 2 who I like. Andrew doesn't. No. But they also did Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber. Who Shakira else? and Beyonce, which no, we had to leave. That was fine. Yeah, we, we had, had to, to leave, leave during that
0: because other people might have been soaked in our splooge. Because <laughs> 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 if anyone's ever seen any moves that Shakira does with her hips, I well, want no, to no, I the... see if her, li- her hips do lie on top of mine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah they're like self-autonomous they, they, they just are. they do what they want She's got like, a gyro yeah. in her hips yeah.
0: man seriously yeah they video, operate
3: separately from the rest of her body they
1: do. that video from the with the song the two of them though when that came out, i was like we need to get out of here oh beautiful I'm, like, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna be able to peel me away from this tv no no because the whole or the, place or was the surrounded or by all chairs these or tv screens yeah <laughs> it was pretty
0: yeah it was a pretty good night
1: yeah it was and we had a good dinner too on top of it yes it was very very good toys R Us went crazy about all the star wars toys well one of us did <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: hey if jack was there you would have been oh wondering. yeah you oh really no drag me out. i want to buy it <laughs> <laughs> there were no good lightsabers
4: jack oh there that. weren't that's what i was just going to ask yeah. you no Damn. no
1: no andrew
4: would No. that one. place is pretty fascinating though like brings out your inner 12 year old oh, that, oh, oh my yeah, God, yeah, yeah i was like dude we got to go like, into it's toys like, like us. i want to go yeah. i want to get it all i know i'm a dork
1: yeah i know i'm a dork but we have to go to toys Us. we go
3: on the ferris wheel yeah
1: no, no. Andrew no, would not go. In the Andrew would not revisit the Barbie house with me, though, and I was very upset because two oh, years ago dude. we went there.
3: Did you have a bad experience in the Barbie house? No, we. He didn't. Was, it was touching me experience. in the wrong places. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: They're not the wrong places for me.
0: Listen, Michael. <laughs> That's not the nice. wrong places for me. Hehe. <laughs> <Dr. Mauna. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> hi uh excuse me uh lawyers don't sue us <laughs>
1: yes whoever owns michael's estate if you he, copy is <laughs> we will gladly remove it from this, yeah. this show uh, if
3: we must
0: anyway but no it was fun uh what else did we look at besides you sent jack the picture of the wrestling area
4: um, oh boy oh boy star wars
1: toys <laughs> wrestling
4: <laughs> what else
1: I know they had like a, I sent a picture of the of wall, too. I remember when they I was it. Oh, man. yeah, They had, oh, they had dance, dance Dance set up.
0: Yeah. Dance Dance Revolution. Of course, you know, I don't want to play that because that's not my rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not stepping you on can't... color. It's like Guitar Hero except with your feet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. I swear that's how they got the idea for Guitar Hero. Let's do Dance Dance, <laughs> dance Revolution except you use your hands and you put it on a guitar A net. stick.
0: Mm.
4: Yeah,
1: a plastic mm. stick. Mm. For those, so those people who don't... like Ryan Tagger can fall in love with it. Uh, yeah, fuck you yeah,
3: There's this
0: great song by this artist called MC Lars Called Guitar Hero Hero Oh, please look it up Because he's got one of
1: my favorite players of all time And one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet Paul Mr. Gil- Paul Gilbert on guitar With his monkey
0: fucking hands oh, That motherfucker's He does huge He has goddamn giant fingers. hands When I
1: first met him and he shook my hand Like his, his fingers <laughs> extended to basically the, They touched my elbow Guy has monstrous hands
0: but he uses them well on that gu- guitar. It's he does. Fantastic. He plays his ass.
1: Off. Even if you look up that video, and then you'll probably look up a bunch of other ones. His instructional video are very scarified. entertaining. Yeah, even if you're yeah. not a guitar player. That's when a he was in, in the space suit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Scarified. Well, that was what, yeah, yeah, one of his live suit. videos. Yes. All the guys in the band were performing these art That was spacesuits. awesome. It it, was. it is. Well, that's that's class right there. It is
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing in Hollywood, too. I tell you, that's got to be... Um, for you, I mean, they'd have tons of Star Wars stuff in there too. I'm sure you like, you know. Oh yeah, that was Come another on, thing. You that, know, you know. Yeah. they had
1: the sword from Conan. Oh shit! Yeah, for yeah. Fuck's sake. above sake. The and like, bar. there's like, a sword over there. And then they I have the wall it. of
4: guns. They do. Oh, the <laughs> <Mills's laughs> bag from Pulp Fiction. Yep. Yes. Like, yes. Oh,
1: that's Aaron. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was really cool. Caesar was
4: Romero's it? Joker outfit. No, they just stuff. had
0: they just had the stand up, and then they had actually they had the suits from Goldmember. From oh, really? Powers, yeah.
4: Yeah. And they had Terminator
3: too. As did well. they still have the Terminator with like Yes, with the battle damage. With, like, yes. side uh, yes. yes. yeah, yeah. Off. we Yeah,
4: we That was on the yeah. Yeah. In. My favorite piece That the way the way of the side of the Indiana Jones the like, when you Like when the Right. walk the side yes the shield from Last Crusade. of the side of the of great
1: uh, stuff I've side of the of great stuff. I've been there in years. Come I don't remember uh, as much as the They did definitely did they had two outfits from Twilight. What a shock. Uh, right by our table. Right, right, right by we bath- got seated.
4: By the bathroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been appropriate to So you but could probably no. vomit. <laughs> <after something. laughs> they did have
1: some neat horror stuff, though. They had a Freddy Krueger mask and they had stuff they like that.
3: They had the that. stuff
0: from, um, what was it? Saving, uh, not Saving Private Ryan. Fugan Men, Forrest Gump, and George and Scott's Patton. outfit from George Patton. It James, was really awesome. Uh,
4: what I really liked was because I liked some older movies. They had one of James Cagney's suits from, I think it was. Oh, it was from Yankee Doodle Dandy or something. One of his old, like, you know, I'm fascinated with old films. Yeah, you're so a was, massive you know, Cagney fan. Yeah. All right, then.
1: So, yeah, it was a great night, though, for to experience and enjoy classic music and to pay tribute to a legendary singer who oh, sadly awesome. passed away. So, so,
3: so
0: I have a, a random question. So I don't know a... if
3: this is, a, this is a pattern that I've started noticing uh, across all subgenres of rock. Yeah. As uh, far as uh, just concerning song titles. There's this one type of song title that I've been seeing everywhere. All different kinds of rock bands are employing this. And it's just really, really stupid. Mm. It's uh, what I'm going to refer to as the and song, where they pick two completely different words that have nothing to do with each other and nothing to do with the actual song. And they put them together, and it just makes no sense whatsoever. I don't know if it's like an inside joke to each band, like, but it'll like, be something like Revelations and Doorknobs, <laughs> or like, Bad Dreams and Butterflies, and it's like every type of rock band is using this kind of song Duvets title. Duvets and batteries. Yeah, it's like, what does that? Something mean? like Something Hard. Yeah, yeah that, I and think they just that's... they mash them together, and they make this song title, that, and I guarantee. Neither word of the title has anything to do with the song or with each other. Yeah, yeah. But it's, no, I, I, I see it. this everywhere. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I agree. It's ridiculous. a lot. It's
1: a lot of those. I, I'd say across all subgenres.
0: It, that, that's the you know just like when the bands back in uh, I'd say early two thousands. It was the the bands, the vines, the strokes. Yeah, the, that You know, and, or the very vague song. And titles. the bands
1: with numbers in the names, Blink One Eighty Two, Sum Forty One. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are few. Yeah. Those are the only two off the top of my head. Taking Back Sunday and Thursday were around.
0: The Yeah, the na- the, the, oh, the yeah, weekday yeah. bands. Thursday's yeah. from Jersey. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. another yeah. Brunswick. Jersey, bad name. Oh, Thursday is... No, they're like not. like Thursday. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You would. <laughs> you would like them, Fall Out Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I guarantee... And the Here's sad Radioactive part, Man to kick your ass. I, that's the sad
0: part. No one knew that. I was the first one to bring that up. Like, Fall Out Boy became this fucking giant band. I'm like, do you know where that came from? And they're like, no. Like no. that's the fucking Simpsons, you asshole! Yeah, yeah. what a shock I that know. band
1: uses a pop culture reference. <laughs> Simpsons and Dirty Dancing, we're so clever. <laughs> yeah, there were nobody kids puts from my me. high
4: school named Oh the Born Identity. Like fuck you, really? You can't get your you know. Well, that's why i was shocked. Wait, they I'm had like, a band like, called the Born Identity. Yeah, it's like really.
1: Well, how hard can a band called the
3: my devil movie, wears my Prada band's called be? Spider-Man.
4: you know, like really. they're Christian
1: it metal. It doesn't matter. They're Prada in your name, even if it's fall, if it's after the word devil. I'm sorry. Your band can't possibly be harder, no. edgy.
0: It's considered oh, yeah. screamo Christian metal. At least that's how I. Yeah, I read this article
3: that they did actually name that after the book. Yeah, and the the lead singer it doesn't came after the after the band had been named. So he was, he's a new lead singer and he hates it. Uh-huh. because it's about
1: pop culture trash uh, as far as the book yeah. about fashion and yeah. no well it's just really it's just associating it. yourself with something else from pop culture yeah, yeah. I mean that's dumb for Christ's sakes our band's named after a song by the Riverdales the only way you know the Riverdales is if you know Screeching Weasel I don't I mean, think any, I don't where, even know who that is <laughs> I don't well <laughs> you know you will I, I know obviously if you drive if, if Dan or I are driving in a car somewhere and you're in that car you're probably going to listen to them at least by accident <laughs> so like I was saying before there's just no edge to rock music now there's no bands that are coming out. Where's a band like a Sex Pistols who breaks all the rules? Where's a band like, even like Bruce Springsteen who helped to like kill disco because yeah. he made a bunch of great albums and, yeah. you know, it was hugely successful. Where's a band like Aerosmith? Like bands who come out who you can really get behind who yeah. you can really bring the yeah. early Metallica early Megadeth, Slayer yeah, exactly Slayer. I mean,
0: Pe- the people who are Slayer fans are fucking maniacs well metal
1: fans overall are definitely the most loyal fans across all genres period mm-hmm. oh yeah very much because so. metal fans just love metal and that's why have yeah. festivals like Valken oh, that's my god, why I'd love to go Rock and Rio
0: oh my god I'd love to go there too I'm not gonna say <laughs> Ozfest uh-huh. too uh-huh. I'm not gonna uh-huh. say Ozfest <laughs> at all no, so I must
1: say I only went to Ozfest because Iron Maiden played and what a shock I only saw Iron Maiden because Black Sabbath had to cancel because Ozzy was probably fall down drunk or whatever it was and I was looking forward to seeing Black Sabbath That'd I was like oh the original lineup of Black Sabbath even if it's not that great it'll still be cool and I did go see Ozzy live on a solo tour in 2001 and that was pretty crappy except for Zach Wilde who was amazing but I'm surprised you like yeah, him I Ozfest didn't think was a be your big, style I love his guitar playing I'm not a fan of Black Label oh okay I like his guitar playing a lot and he does put a lot of cool stuff out but there but he's, he's very videos. bluesy too he's very pentatonic yeah, yeah that's what I like even though it's metal yeah he, he he does have, he, yeah, he does really roots. stand out as a really, Another, really good guitar uh, player.
0: New, he gave New Jersey a good name. Oh, He's totally. From, uh, Jackson. Totally. Right? Yes, he is. Yeah, he is from he, Jackson, he, right? Uh, he and knows he my to, uncle, and actually, to, he crashed on my uncle's couch, which I thought was fucking on. Uh, like, yeah. Right. He used he to teach
1: at a uh, musician's workshop. Did he? Or, uh, shop in Manalpin, yeah. Yeah. He used to teach guitar he, uh, lessons uh, there. He came, he came here. He was teaching. I don't know if he was teaching there when Ozzy picked him up or not, but.
0: No, no, no. Ozzy picked him up when he was still in high school.
1: No, he he's like 19 when he started playing for himself. i'm
0: pretty sure he was still
1: i don't think so he had to at least be 18 because otherwise his parents would have signed his contract for him uh, so right. that's what happened getting back to def leppard rick allen the drummer was only 15 so his parents had to sign the record contract <laughs> for him yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he was actually. younger than everybody else he came so, actually wow. yeah he came back to Jersey they got all his do, money
0: to a to a black do a black label show in Sayreville, and uh, he stayed at the one bar over in jackson um
1: Oh, he just stayed on your
0: uncle's couch. <laughs> yeah, dude, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I don't He, think he came, so. he, came <laughs> he came He came, he played in Sayerville and uh, you know, um he was he stayed he was in the one bar uh, the Brookwood, they probably changed the name now. And you know, my, my cousin Mike walked up and he's he's like he looks around, and he's like he sees all these bikers in their leather jackets and all of them. He didn't notice the fact that all of them said Black Label on the did back. did he call him Jeff.
1: Cuz that's his real name. That,
0: no, he just no, he calls him He doesn't know his real name. Mike did, is not oh, okay. that big of a metalhead.
1: Because I, I actually met somebody at a New Year's party this that past called him year Jeff.
0: who grew up with him and yeah. like
1: hung out, like they used to hang out when they were kids, or yeah. up, up, about the then same that, age. That
0: that person probably knows Brian Brown then.
1: Maybe. I, that's, I've, that's, I only that, saw this person at this particular yeah. party, and he was chatting about, yeah, seeing Zach Wad in, in some bar and actually walking up and being like, yeah, hey Jeff, and he looked, he gave him like a look of death. Yeah. Which from Zach Wilde, I would would be scared. Probably pretty intimidating. Oh, definitely. But that's the whole thing. Part of me would die and never be revived again. (laughs) (laughs) My cousin
0: goes in the bar and he sits down at the bar and he starts drinking and he looks over and Zach looks over and he's like, you know who I am? He's like, yeah, you're Zach Wilde. What's it to you? He goes, you know my uncle? Who's your uncle? Brian Brown. Oh, and the whole fucking conversation started. And Zach awesome. was—he said Zach was an awesome guy. Bought drinks for everybody. He kind seems of, like that guy you know? though. That's what I mean. They're, and then he got—he got two plaster And he actually drove to my uncle's oh, wait, house can and we fucking go back died at the, the beginning couch.
3: of this story. He sat down at a bar and started drinking. Did I hear that correctly?
0: Uh, no, not Mike. Who does that? No, not Mike. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he sat down at the bar, and started breathing air. Started, though. yeah. Started reading the Canterbury <laughs> Tales. Just wanted to make sure I heard it right.
3: Cause it sounded a little wacky.
0: Fuck <laughs> <Like> off. <laughs> no, but yeah, and then he, after that, um, Zach actually went to my uncle's house and crashed on the couch and never told him. <laughs> he woke up the next day, there was hair on his couch. He's like, what the fuck? And he actually called <laughs> yeah, Zach and like, has got what? a lot of hair. He, he's a he fucking does, hairy yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. He does, yeah. and a beard on top of yeah. it. He's got
1: some long hair and a beard.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so Zach Wilde crashed on my uncle's couch. <laughs> that was nice. awesome. It keeps coming yeah.
1: back to all these Jersey connections yeah. with so. uh, these bands. I really don't have any, frankly.
0: No. I don't think so. No, Joe, Joe Pesci's your connection. That's about it. Yeah, mm. my,
1: yeah, that's as good as it gets. My father did go to school with Joe Pesci back in the day in Newark. He's actually two years younger than my father. No kidding. But my awesome. father remembers him from elementary school, you know, getting up on stage. And my father said he was like the funny fat kid. Which I can kind of see that because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's funny seeing him in interviews and all that, and obviously the man can act.
0: The guy, he, he man, it's Manalapan or somewhere else. He actually he's a coach of a little league team, and I'm like, I'm scared to give. Is that he man really a baseball bat? Yeah, he, yeah, oh, yeah. he does yeah. do yeah. that. Yeah, I, I'd Rubbed be scared to give him a baseball bat. Game yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you hit him in the head. <laughs>
1: I actually, did get to a chat one day with, what the hell was I buying? I was at Borders in Eatontown. And I don't remember what I was picking up, but I was standing in line, and you know it was a, it was a long line, because as much as I like that story, they pretty much only have one cashier at all times. <laughs> so as I'm waiting in line, I'm talking to this guy, and he I don't remember what we started talking about, and he had mentioned he was on his way to go pick up his daughter at a friend's house. And I thought he was joking. He's like, my friend Bruce. I was like, ah, oh, Bruce Springsteen? He's like, yeah. Ah. He's like, no, we grew up together. He's like, we're still in, in touch and all that, and just nice. talking casually. I mean, that's something... You might take as, you know, someone can easily make up, but it is realistic because that's one thing I have to say that is positive. I've heard a lot of those stories about Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. about him just being dead normal. Yeah. I mean, I, there was a, a girl who I worked with years the ago. The antithesis, uh, antithesis. Antithesis of Bon Jovi. Oh, yes. yeah. Mm, yeah. And I want to say, if I remember correctly, she worked at the art center in some capacity. And I think the E Street Band did a show there back in early 2000s.
0: Yeah, they did because bah- I- Bahaney went to it. Really? He's, was it at the well, Art he has, Center? He's he his brother's a bassist. Jesus fucking Christ, man. We just can't lose all these connections. <laughs> we can't. We really can't.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> so, But getting back to it, uh, she worked there, and it was I don't know if it was the day of the show, but around the time of the show, this guy pulls up in a pickup, just wearing jeans, ain't you know, like boots and a plaid shirt or whatever, and she didn't realize it was him. Really? Now, she isn't from Jersey, oh, so, so first yeah. of all, her and I didn't hit it off too well because she was like, I don't know why everybody thinks Bruce Springsteen's so great. So oh. Instantly, that was not good, and that was in a social setting, so I pretty much had to ignore her the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I do enjoy Bruce Springsteen quite a lot, and uh, he, was a, he was the first thing that made me say I want to sing and play guitar. When I was five, I got the Born in the USA cassette, and I was like, that's what I want to yes. do. And then that completely fell by the wayside until I was... 13 and started playing air guitar to Aerosmith Van Halen <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking we, no mm-hmm. big I ones, can't. big ones by Aerosmith
0: and Love yes. that album mm-hmm. uh-huh. I don't care if it's just a collection and of songs else? Oh, it was
1: I can't awesome. remember what it was maybe it was for Unlawful there Car- were a
3: couple new ones on that one too though I think it was yeah. for
1: Unlawful Carnal Knowledge by uh, Van, Halen. Van Halen yeah or no, balance by Van
4: was ninety five. Balance was ninety so five. <laughs> yeah, Jack's yeah. the
1: only one here who likes the David Lee Roth era Van Halen yeah. better than Sammy Hagar era Van Halen. That's Van Hagar Sammy all the way. But nothing but I nothing agree against
4: Sammy, but I love Dave's music. I'm sorry, that's fine. I just don't want I love Dave's those six singing. albums.
1: I love those first two David Lee Roth albums because Steve Vai and Billy Sheen kick ass. <laughs> but getting back to the Bruce Springsteen thing, yeah, she didn't even recognize him because he just pulled up and was just talking to whoever I guess He's someone normal had, yeah. in an yeah. administrative capacity and just pulled up just as a regular person. Yeah. Didn't come in with an entourage. Yeah. Wasn't walking up to everybody like, like expecting like, some, like some kind of Like he kissed
0: his wife and his kid goodbye and he came over and he yeah. pickup truck. pick up Chuck. Exactly. He wasn't, How y'all doing? Yeah,
1: to completely down to earth, you know. And that's, that's important. And I really think that has a lot to do with his success, mm-hmm. his staying power. I don't know if it's Europe as a whole. I read this pretty recently, if it was Europe as a whole or certain countries. But Bruce Springsteen still is, is the number one fastest show to sell out. And number two is Iron Maiden. Wow. Two bands wow. who have been, stayed incredibly grounded yeah, and are still yeah. very true to their styles and yeah. down to earth. you got to appreciate that. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, I don't don't make yeah. fun of Iron Maiden. Uh, when
3: I lived in Lakewood, actually, uh, my next-door neighbor, his name is Bob, he actually went to high school uh, with Bruce Springsteen in Freeholds. They were the same graduating class. Nice. nice. And, awesome. yeah, he, he used to say that he was... A normal kid, just like a guy,
1: just,
4: yeah. just a normal guy. Well, like you can believe yeah. he's like for the working man, as opposed to what Bon Jovi is, because he really yeah. kind of yeah. is. Yeah. Even know?
3: now, like Bruce Springsteen kind of became a liberal fuck, just like John Bon Jovi, but it's not quite. It's more believable though. I'll get to a
0: political argument with with a uh, Springsteen because like he'll actually stand behind his beliefs and be like, yeah, I because he was
3: right along with John Bon with that you know concept for change, horse shape before yeah, yeah, Obama
1: yeah. was elected and all that like. Give me a break. Yeah, but at the yeah, same time, know. he definitely comes off as being more informed than Bon Jovi does. I, I would mean, say by so. a long yeah, shot. I would say so. He at least yeah. seems somewhat active. Bon Jovi he, I think he, uses he as a he marketing He had the lemonade tool. stand yeah. when he was a
0: kid. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Was. It was booted out yeah. of
1: OCC for being weird. The other classmates like went to someone in someone in administration, and <laughs> he was actually kicked out because none of the other students liked him.
0: That's horrible. I don't
1: know how factually based that is, but I was told that by someone who was a big Bruce Springsteen fan who <laughs> was born and raised locally. Yeah, yeah right. and That was I saw Bruce Springsteen at Giant Stadium with the
3: Easter band. Too. That was yeah. incredible. One of the best shows that I've well, ever yeah, you seen. Said, you and were trying to call. Me it was great. That. The and first time playing, I saw yeah, him was for three great. hours. You know, twice as long as bands half their age play. Oh, know, definitely. He was 50 years old hanging upside down from the microphone stand, <laughs> Yeah, it
1: was. It was across the stage, yeah. He know. is an entertainer. Through, the energy through. I was, will give him that. I mean, yeah. the guy can still do a three-hour show. I mean, even now. I would like to see him now because I did really enjoy his last two albums. I thought those, both Magic and Working Out Dream, were really, really good albums. I mean, I saw him two shows, actually, during that stage of when he did the ten shows at Giant Stadium, which even my parents started picking on him that apparently he got... A million dollar guarantee, I think, for each one of the shows. But at the same time, like he's earned doing it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's earned it. The guy's put in his time. And he's the been around works, for years. You yeah, know?
4: yeah. It's not like 35, 40 years now. I think he's mm-hmm. since born to run. Or his whatever, debut yeah.
1: album, those first, the Greetings from Raspberry Park," came out. Oh. this was weird. Was I talking? 70, I was talking to one of you about
4: 70. this. Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Because yeah,
1: he and Aerosmith were both on both on CBS, and their debut albums both came out on the same day on the same label in nineteen seventy-two. Wow. Go figure. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. He's been around for years. At this point, it was mm-hmm. 30 years later. I'm like, well, get, the guy's earned it. Yeah, If he makes a million dollars, Absolutely. he should be paid a million dollars a show. <laughs> he certainly brings yeah. people in. If you can sell out 10 shows of, I don't know how many people you can fit Giant State. 40, 50? Uh, at the, I the think time? That's closer to 60. Yeah, Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean, man. Yeah. If you're putting a half a million people in, after they just you should at least stadium. be getting $10 million, yeah, man. Yeah. Because, I mean, those tickets weren't off the charts expensive. Another reason I respect him, mm. because those tickets were not as insanely expensive as say I'll, I'll say even a band like Aerosmith. Uh Rush maybe, but a band like say the Rolling Stones were tickets like 350 fucking dollars and they yeah, played Yeah, nosebleeds. Stadium. It was ridiculous. Oh yeah, that was horrible. It was, uh, there like, was
3: that thing a couple of years back where Bruce Springsteen was doing those rehearsal shows in Asbury Park and it was like $100 a ticket. It wasn't an actual concert, it was just It was like a know, live $100 rehearsal. $100 for him to see him rehearse. I yeah, which was a is steep. It is a for, little bit. for a rehearsal. I
1: was yeah. It is a little bit, but people would pay it. I mean, oh, that's people the thing. did if you pay can't, it. Yeah, definitely. You he's did. not. He's not going to charge twenty five dollars for a ticket ever uh, no. again. And there's a point where I think you have to. I mean, even the concert at, at uh,
3: Giant Stadium was uh, I think ninety bucks a ticket for yeah, which is bad. Yeah, not
1: for but at the same time, you're you're playing City. an arena that big. You're not yeah. going to charge. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Because I think when Green Day pa- played there, all seats were like thirty five dollars. Yeah, that's also one of the reasons I will respect Dave Matthews Band as much as I don't like the music, but couple of shows they're doing this summer, they're doing outdoor shows. I think all seats are like $45. And I will hand that's it to them bad. for that. Because for as big as they are, they can charge yeah, they can a hell of a lot more. Twice, and the fact that they're and not people charging, come. people will pay. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, They'll yeah. sell out everywhere for the rest of their career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that they keep a price reasonable and they don't overcharge for closer seats, I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, you got to hand mm. it to a band like that as opposed to a band like even Aerosmith. I mean, last summer when Aerosmith canceled a, bu- a bunch of dates, that's how I ended up seeing ZZ Top at the House of Blues in Atlantic City because... Aerosmith missed bunch of dates. We're supposed to be playing dates. with ZZ Top's. Yeah, ZZ Top yeah. was opening for Aerosmith, which I think is a bit backwards. I personally am a much bigger ZZ Top fan than Aerosmith. And having seen them now live... Granted, I haven't seen Aerosmith live, but I love the hell out of that ZZ Top show. I mean, I know those tickets from reading articles and all that for last summer, because I couldn't believe people were... Char- I mean, I think the Aerosmith at ZZ Top work like $125 a piece. I'm thinking, Jesus, we're a couple months into yeah, it a recession, and it's not like it was getting better. I'm thinking, how can you charge that much for tickets? I get it costs x amount to put on a show and to tour yeah i mean the price of gas and all that stuff to pay your crew and all that but at the same time it's like do more bare bones show cut down in your lights take a little bit less of a salary because be honest aerosmith does not need to take a huge salary because those guys are set for a life if you want to tour and you really want to give something to people for fuck's sake just put on a cheap show i'm five years ago they were playing at the at the borgata Tickets were three hundred and fifty dollars. Now the Bergado's yeah. small, that's insane. but at the same time, yeah, and it was billed as like the Aerosmith Up Close and Personal tour. But like three hundred fifty dollars, the average person isn't going to have money to throw down no. on a concert like that. No. But even one hundred twenty-five dollars, let's say you are bringing a date. Let's say there's a, one of us here is bringing yeah. a date, uh, even Andrew, because his wife wouldn't mind. No, that's no too. And you're going to, <laughs> well in a hypothetical situation where yeah. Aerosmith's a metal band i <laughs> singing about both Odin and the devil. Yes. <laughs> Dripping in blood. Yep. It's $125 per ticket. That's $250. Now, Ticketmaster surcharge is like 40% of the ticket price. <laughs> so let's say $300 for a pair of tickets. Bastards. That doesn't even include the price to park. That doesn't include your parkway tolls. Yeah, you get beers. I think it's like $8 a beer there. You don't to uh-huh. keep the bottle. They Where's pour it in a plastic cup at the arts center.
0: No, 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 no. It's 11 is for it a 11? 20, for a I haven't been to the Arts
1: Center. Rush will be the first time I've been to the Arts Center uh, in like six years.
0: Bahaney was just there to go see Skinner. fucking bucks. Skinner for a 16 ounce cup. Oh. $11. dollars well, possibly that's be worth shit.
1: it. That's another mismatch. For, well, that it's, better it's be not, laced with something. It's not worth $11, 11 when you paid to see, first of all, a Leonard Skinner tribute band. Because, you know, there's <laughs> about two original members. None of them are left. And. Yeah. and <laughs> And Brett Michaels as the opener. Oh, uh, yeah. Who fucking I okayed that?
3: Up. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> who said that that was a good idea? Brett Michaels and Leonard Skinner. Oh, what a great idea. It's like, oh, and and for the Bon Jovi Summer Tour, who's opening for Bon Jovi? Kid Rock. Yeah, Kid Rock. He's country. Because he's country, too, just like Bon Jovi. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Oh, he's totally country, man. There's nothing more (laughs) (laughs) rustic than the streets of Detroit. Detroit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And having a a kid and play haircut. He's a cowboy, (laughs) too, right? Kid Rock, yeah. Yeah. According to his songs. Cowboy from Detroit. Yes, he's a cowboy. They call him cowboy, and it's sad but true. But, yeah, I just don't understand everybody overcharging for tickets. I just think that's ridiculous. When I was at Musicians Institute, I took an excellent class called Original Song Pre-Production, which was taught by a producer named Richie Zito who worked for everybody. He started out in his late teens, early 20s as a guitar player in Elton John's band and then became a producer who produced albums for everybody. I mean, produced songs for Donna Summer and Cher, produced albums for Heart, Rat, nice. White Lion, just yeah, a bunch yeah. of different people um, and you know, produced... Partially produced albums by bands like Sister Hazel. He, he Cheap Trick. He produced The Flame by Cheap Trick, uh, for that album, Life of Luxury, and the album that came after that, busted. So we had this amazing class. He and I hit it off just from being he was a New Yorker. He was from either Brooklyn or the Bronx. He didn't have such a heavy accent because he he lived in Los Angeles for so long. Actually Beverly Hills. And may I mention actually, he taught this one class. It was he taught it two hours a week on Mondays only and would pull up and park in the lot across the street, <laughs> which was ten dollars to park a day. Pull up in his Porsche wow. Coming from Beverly Hills And taught us one class Two hours a week Because his reasoning was I just want to see music Get better The guy basically Doesn't produce albums Full time anymore Although he did Co-found a label That's
3: as good a reason as any. Well, it just makes sense. I mean, if you made a career. I like that answer. I do.
1: It is. And all the more reason I was interested in taking the class and talking to him. And he was ripping apart the whole American Idol crowd. I think it should be illegal for people like Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton to make albums because, you know, they make sex videos. They already have a career. Like, just great stuff like that. He would drop all these different comedic nuggets. I didn't have my digital record at the time because I would love to have had those classes recorded because he was so opinionated. I mean, you know, again, New Yorker. So he and I got along just great. Lindsay but
0: Lohan should be banned from making fucking. Well, she's going stuff. to
1: jail now. Well, yeah. she also did <laughs> <is. laughs> let back on.
0: <laughs> what? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, you didn't know? She got sentenced. She had a tearful yeah, yeah, plea yeah, yeah. on I know. TV. She's oh
0: my god, ninety days. Not to
1: get too topical, but ninety yeah. days. Fuck yeah. you. The judge did say "fuck you" to Lindsay Lohan, which is pretty mm. awesome. Not you do those the, words. You do the
0: crime, you do the time. Exactly.
1: Doesn't matter how rich and famous you are, mm. you're
0: not exempt. No. And I, I love you it. You are a person. There she should be no special
3: that. rules. I long, long we'll think... for the Mean Girls days of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> They'll never come back. They, they won't. won't.
1: They'll never come back.
4: She's a dried up It's a little depressing, depressing
3: yeah. to be honest. <laughs> is, but the, it is a little bit. And kind of funny back then, too. Yeah, but those girls know?
1: come and go all the time. Yeah. I mean, And they always have. Farrah Fawcett did an album back in the day. And the band who backed her up, it's not as if it was even that terrible. Because the band who backed her up was basically Toto. That's how those oh, guys really? got Bro, together. Toto. Yeah, they were session guys who <laughs> yeah, kept getting hired because they were the best Andrew's guys. Favorite, yes. yeah, another <laughs> favorite it. besides Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they were like the best session musicians in town at the time. I mean, Steve Lukather has played on everybody's records, played on the Thriller album, and all that. Those are like the best guys in town. They kept working together. They just decided, well, let's start a band, and so they got Toto together. But I mean, they backed up Farfisa's album back in the day. Well,
3: that's it for this week. This is Ryan.
4: This is Chris. This is Andrew. And this is Jack, and you've been listening to the only podcast that matters.